When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, heaven. Final hour of the program on President's Day. Thanks for being here. And we uh, have a lot going on uh, this afternoon, and uh, we will continue uh, with this headline right here. Kentucky, biggest win of the year at Auburn, prohibitive underdog. Let's start with John Calipari after the game. Please just lead my players, let them be young and learn, and keep attacking me. I may be the worst in the country. Just attack me and leave these kids alone, okay? Thank you. And yes. Just following up on that, this is kind of the, the, the first time you guys have really had a true, like, just demoralizing game just in this building, demoralizing injury. This was not a demoralizing game. It was a good team that played a really good game. What's demoralizing about a loss to Kentucky when they play well? So I can't even begin to answer that. Do I look demoralized to you? Anybody think I'm demoralized? It's kind of a testament to where you guys are. Yeah. No, the point is, and this is what I want you guys to understand. I mean, our guys have been achieving at a high level. I mean, they've been, and it's, and oh, by the way, it's funny. I looked at the schedule the other day, and we're playing South Carolina, and they're 20 and 3. And they've won seven in a row. And I said to my son, Stephen, I said, you know what? This might be the easiest game of the next four. Looking at Kentucky here, even going on the road to Georgia, then going to Tennessee. And so for these kids to have grinded and be in the position, guys, come on, demoralized. These are the standings in the SEC. And, and yes, Coach Pearl, my hand is up. You look demoralized to me. I mean, you have to ask. That, that was a, a bizarre. Here you got Cal with his biggest win of the year, and he starts off chastising the media about something that I'm not sure they're guilty of. And then Pearl gets defensive about being demoralized. I was demoralized watching him deny being demoralized. Dominic is up next in Pittsburgh. Hey, Paul. How was your weekend? What's up, Dominic? Were you off today? Yep, for President's Day. Happy President's Day. How did you uh, spend your uh, holiday? Over the weekend, we went down to Deep Creek, Maryland. We went snow tubing with some friends, watched oh, wow. a bunch of movies, and filled out the house. How cool. All right, but I wanted to call in and talk about last Friday in some Bama basketball. But first, I would like to personally thank the GOAT himself, Jim from Tuscaloosa, for coming to my defense last Friday. 
Well, I'm glad but you But how were... about the... Yeah, go ahead. How about the Crimson Tide basketball team, Paul? Their big win over the weekend combined with Kentucky's big win over Auburn has them sitting pretty for the number one seed in SEC, but the remaining schedule is brutal. Don't you think so? Yeah, but uh, I think when you consider uh, that his entire coaching staff got wiped out and most of his roster got wiped out, uh, the job that Nate Oates did uh, to me would qualify him as a, uh, as a national coach of the year candidate. I mean, this guy's done an amazing job. Yeah, I agree with you, Paul. But about last Friday, I got real upset after hearing Griffith's comments, and unfortunately, my vocabulary from hanging out in a high school football locker room for the last eight years got the best of me yeah uh, by the way uh so so griff called griff was on the show you responded you said he had blank for brains and uh, a lot of us were ooh. um you you did apologize and uh that's all you can do yeah and if you want to and if you want can you pull my report card up my mom sent to daniel last week yeah, we did get your report card today, Dominic. Uh, not bad for a 12-year-old. Uh, I saw a lot of A's on there. Yeah, straight A's, Paul, with playing football and basketball. How are you able to uh, play, play two sports and, and get that good of grades? I don't know. It's all in the mind, Paul. Hmm. Nice, humble kid. But here. one last thing, and I promise it's clean. I respectfully disagree with Iman and AJ. Maybe AJ needs to smell the coffee. And Mr. Griffith was disrespecting the Tide, Coach DeBoer, and more importantly, Coach Saban. And after last week's phone calls about Little Blue Pills, dates for Larry, and politics, he kind of handed me a layup that I felt needed. Slam dunked. Roll down Tide, Paul. See you later, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, Dominic. Uh, yeah, for the record, we can confirm that we did receive Dominic's report card. Johnny B., how are you? Ladies and gentlemen, fighting out of the red corner from Nashville, Tennessee, by the way of Texas, we have Randall Tech <laughs> Bob, fighting, fighting out of the blue corner from Pale City by way of the feed store. We have Todd. What do you think about that card? That's a good match. I tell you what, I don't think there's anybody that calls in this show that, that could get by Randall Tex Cobb, even at 73. He scared me, and I ain't scared of nothing but scary stuff. But uh, I, I found out something about Dominic. His uh, his last name's McAfee. I think he's got to be related to Pat McAfee. Because, you, know, uh, McAfee you know what, he could be he could be McAfee's son. Yeah, and he, he's pushing the McAfee's and, from know, that part of the country, I think, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of hit me. Uh, they were on Alabama basketball earlier, and he, he mentioned that. And today is Mark Sears, the guard's birthday. So we wish him a, a happy birthday. And then uh, one other thing here about Adina was talking about Coach Yo and how she thought she was inspirational. I think it was about a year ago you had her tell her entire story about coming here from the Bahamas and, and how yeah, she, I people sure need to look that up. That's pretty amazing to me. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, we get to meet a lot of great people, but uh, she is one of the true joys uh, in this league, and we've, we've, hey, we've been with her husband. I got uh, one more thing. What's up? I got one more thing. You said Saban versus Tuberville yeah. in, uh, in the Senate race earlier. Right. I, I don't think 
you've heard the yellow dog Democrats in Alabama used to. They'd vote for a yellow oh, yeah, dog sure, over, sure. Uh, over And then you had, now we've got orange man MAGAs. And I just don't see Saban running on the Republican ticket. I mean, I, I personally. Well, no, I, I think, uh, yeah, the, the, that would be very difficult because it, it would. Now, again, trying to. Here's the problem, though. You can't project two years out because we don't know what the next six months are going to happen. We, we have no idea. I never thought it, any way in the world. To me, Doug Jones was a statesman. He he was a Democrat, and you know. They yeah, but Johnny. Like, but to uh, me, he you, was a hundred times better than. You live there, and 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 and, and you know, just to cut right to the chase, the reason that Tommy Tuber—I mean, forget forget beating Doug Jones—he uh, had to get past. He had he had to get past Jeff Sessions first, and he got past Sessions because the the former president torpedoed uh, Sessions. Yeah. All you got to do to win here is say you've seen Saban, no Saban, or something. Personally, but, I've yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, the amazing thing is if Saban ran as a Democrat, uh, that would be where the drama would be. Uh, and I, I mean, first of all, you can't you can't predict twenty six until you know what happens in twenty four. I just you know I think whoever made that up probably didn't think about that it wouldn't be a, you know, say yeah. it wouldn't be. But, because, I mean, the one thing that uh, Tuberville has to have is the support of uh, his benefactor. And if he has that, then he'll get reelected, uh, assuming that, that all that matters. But I can't, I think that would be very difficult to anticipate right now. It's, it is only uh, February. Thanks for the call. John is up next in South Carolina. Hello, John. Hey, Paul, how are you doing? We are doing great. Great. Uh, yeah, I lived in uh, Alabama for a long time, and now we live in Greenville, South Carolina. And I want to c- talk about the uh, uh, cancer call you had earlier about yes. prostate cancer. Um, anybody that has an issue with that or you know, is worried about it at all and they get a bad diagnosis, they need to Google a very good friend of mine who lives in uh, Montgomery. They need to Google Lawrence Pierce, L-A-U-R-E-N-S. Pierce, P-I-E-R-C-E. He was in a really bad place, probably stage four. Mm. And he went to UAB with some experimental treatment, and he's still with us and doing well. So I would recommend anybody that uh, has that issue or concern should uh, Google Lawrence Pierce. Well, I don't know Lawrence, but I do know uh, UAB has got some of the finest uh, doctors uh, around. So thank you very much for for sharing that with us. We take a break. Uh, We are uh, working our way through the final hour on President's Day. Your phone call is around the corner. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted Hims subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's HIMS.com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. 
Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. We're back. Uh, let's uh, continue with more calls. Harry is in New Orleans. Hello, Harry. Good afternoon, Paul. Thanks for taking my call today. Thank you. A uh, couple of comments, Paul. Uh, number one, <clears throat> well done, Dominic, today. Fine job. Uh, secondly, Paul, I want to tell you I really enjoyed you. Uh, I don't know what word to use, words to use this, but when you when you uh taking care of Mr. Mike Griffith, uh is it Griffin or Griffith? Paul? It is uh Griffith. Griffith. Yeah, I, 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 Paul, that was one of your fine as in my book now, I mean I am sure I missed a lot of moments, but that was one of your finer moments, Paul. Well thank you. And I really will I'm gonna put that in my fine bomb hall of fame <laughs> along with a few other things. It, it reminded me, Paul. There was only one thing came right to my mind when the show was over. It was it was probably more skillful than F. Lee Bailey when he took down Mark Fermin. Oh my goodness, uh, that is uh, <laughs> that is considered one of the great cross examinations in uh, legal history. I was waiting for you to come with that, Mister Griffith. Have you ever told the truth? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the that's the old trick of of, of 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 defense lawyers or prosecutors when they get a guy to lie five straight times and then go, uh, Mr. Smith, what? Why are you? What? Why are we supposed to believe that you're telling the truth now? Paul, that was great. I'm enjoying the show. Have a great day, Paul. Always great to hear from you, Harry. One of our favorite callers, Harry, and we're just wild about him. An old song, by the way. Uh, Lamar in Tennessee. Hello, Lamar. Lamar? Hey, Paul. How you doing? We are doing great. Thank you. Hey, I had a real quick, kind of interesting uh, story about old Texas Cobb. Me yeah. and my buddy went to uh, a bluegrass club here in uh, Nashville, Station Inn. Yeah. And uh, he was uh, Annie Lou Harris's bodyguard. He lived here for a while. Oh, my goodness. Well, he called us from Nashville yeah. tonight. Right. And uh, 
my buddy said, hey, man, that's, that's old Tex Cobb sitting over at the bar. And I said, no, nah, surely not. He said, yeah, it is. Well, anyway, we sat there for a while, and he come walking past us. And you got to realize it's dark and loud in that little club. And I thought, man, I'm going to holler at him. I may not ever get another chance. And I said, I said, Tex. Boy, and he turned around with eyes that would, I mean, cut cut you right, right in two. And I thought, uh-oh, I may have messed up. <laughs> But, you know, he shook my hand and stood there and talked to us for four or five minutes. And he was just as polite. You know, you think about those heavyweight boxers are, you know, kind of dopey or punch drunk, but he wasn't that way at all. He was just as nice as he could be. Stood there and talked to us for, you know, four or five minutes, asked us how we liked the show. And he was, it was really cool to, to run into him. And that's the cool thing about living here. You don't ever know who you're going to you know, run into and all, but I was really, really shocked to get to meet him like that. I would imagine Lamar Nashville, you're, uh, there, there's no end to the celebrity that you run into. Oh, there's not. You know, like I said, I play music and that's one cool thing about it. All these clubs that are in town, you get to, like I say, you never know who you're going to run well, into. I'm, I'm Keith curious. Urban I'm the same. So uh, who have you, uh, who have you seen uh, play, play music there? Oh man, I could. It'd take it'd take the rest of the evening to tell you all that. I've played bluegrass for about thirty-five years, and the, like I said, you just run into everybody, and and everyone I've found so far has just been down to earth and just as common as they could be. You know, that's just what they do for a living. Well, I I, th- I don't know, Omar. You tell me. You live there, but but I think country singers uh, are a little bit like uh, the old NASCAR drivers. They 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 needed the public. Uh, where the, the new modern-day singer is a little bit different. I remember uh, I used to cover NASCAR. I, ran, I walked up to Richard Petty one time. I, did, I, I told him who I was, and I said, uh, any chance I could grab you a minute? He said, just sit down, son. And I spent 45 minutes talking to the guy who was, yeah. at the time, the, the, the most famous race car driver. But, but he also knew how important it was to, uh, to be talked about. Yeah, those guys, like I said, most of them I've ever met, you know, we play with Bill Monroe, Ralph, oh, Sam, all those guys. They're just as common, and you know that's just what they do for a living. No, I've uh, I've had it's, the opportunity to meet a few uh, country singers, and and I, I I agree with you. I I don't know the kind you do because I don't play music, but uh, that is really a great yeah. story. Yeah, it is. Anyway, Tex, his hand when he shook my hand, Paul, it just wrapped like wrapped around a oh, baby's hand. All I wonder if he's uh, if he's available for hire. I I got a couple of places I'm thinking about <laughs> going to that I might need a little help. Yeah, there you go. I I don't I don't even know if he still lives here or not. Uh, well, we I don't know. He called us from Nashville, uh, Lamar. But hey, thanks so much for sharing your story. I tell you, has uh, has handsome does handsome Joe play music? Are you have you ever been in a band, Joe? Wrote that wrote Paul Feinbaum. I was in a band. I had a better blame I would. It was a high school band, but I mean oh, okay. it was a band. So what did you? So, uh, you know, what, was, what what instrument did you play? I played drums for four years. Oh my goodness! You and I, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. We both did air conditioning work. I mean, so we we've got a lot in common. We're both passionate about our teams. And, you know, all that good stuff. But, you know, I got in about 5 o'clock. I, I had a doctor visit today, but I, I was listening to the show on the radio. Oh, thank you. And uh, but, anyway, but anyway, what you said about these older country music stars and, and even NASCAR drivers, they, they are very personal. I mean, they are. They'll sit down. They'll take you the time yeah. of day. You know, they'll 
they'll talk to you. My mom and dad, they went to Bratson. You know, it's been a few years, but uh, Merle Haggard was playing. And oh. after the show, he came out and just hung out and started talking to everybody, taking pictures with them. And so, you know, that's. Hey, you know, good, I was, I was flipping it. around the radio today coming in, and I heard a song. I don't remember the name of it, but I heard Merle and George Jones doing a song. And I'm like, going, man, this is pretty fa- This is pretty amazing. Right, right. You know, of course, George Jones, he's been a. Of course, he buried the Tammy Wynette, you know, at one time. And oh, yeah, of course he was. Of course, you know, God rest their souls now. They're both gone now. But, uh, you know, George was a good one. He's, he's uh, he used to smell a lot of liquor on his breath. Yeah, when George, he yeah well, that, that was the idea. I heard the guy introduce the song. He said, sounds like these boys uh, maybe were uh, a little too drunk to even know what they were doing. Yeah, or even if they showed up at the, at the time. Yeah, back George was days. pretty famous for, uh, for no-showing. Right, yep, he, he was, Paul. But, but I got in just in time when you had Bruce Pearl on TV. And, man, I, I've never seen a coach that's laughing and grinning when his team just got beat. No, I don't want to see I mean, that. Just, they're usually not happy. I mean, I, I mean that, that's just, that just showed me. I mean, he looked defeated and pathetic to me because I can't see any. Well, you know what he looked like to me, Joe? Those. He looked like completely embarrassed humiliated, and demoralized. He did. He kind of reminded me of, you know, Chevy Chase in the vacation movies. Oh, yeah. When Chevy Chase was giving that fake laugh, you know, when he's really, when things was really sucking at the time. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what Bruce Pearl reminded me of. We just got beat. Hey, I'm happy. I mean, that things is going great. I mean, that just, Nobody, just had that Chevy uh, hey, Joe, Chase look to him. I mean, when Nick Saban lost a game, which happened, what, about once a year, you didn't want to see him happy. No, he wasn't never, never happy. Most times he wasn't happy even with a win. No, he was worse after a win. Right, right, he was. He, he, he got the bad things because, you know, you're going to have bad points in every game. But anyway, I want to bring this one more thing up about Dwayne down in New Orleans. You know, he said he's wanting to go by handsome Dwayne. I mean, he can't go by handsome Dwayne. Paul, I mean, there ain't for one handsome one. He's going to have to go by cutie no. pie Dwayne or you're better than nothing one. Dwayne. No, you, you got, no, you got that handsome. one copyrighted. Right, he needs cutie pie Dwayne or something like that, you know. Hey, uh, handsome one, how did, uh, how did uh, any, anything new on Valentine's Day? You know, helping out. Uh, remember that lady you were going to? Oh, oh, yeah, I've got a call, Larry. Well, I guess I can just say it here, but she's not. I did. Stop, I stopped by her house and then I called her, and but she's not at home right now. She's actually out right in California with her dog okay. right now. You, you so think, you think we can know. get her and Larry together? I'm going. I'm tell you, I'm trying my best. You know. Okay. Well, I don't what's know how his name? Uh, who's the guy? There, uh, Todd offered to drive up there, so I I'm thinking about it. if they come up, we might we might meet you up there at that restaurant. Right, right, yep, we can do that. Yep. Okay, I'll I'll, hey, I'll, 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 I'll pick up everybody's uh, iced tea. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll buy the I'll buy the food. You buy the iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joe, thanks so much. Jim is up next. Uh, hey, Jim. Paul, I got to say that. Uh, I don't want to brag, but I have to brag sometime. I appreciate the fact that the, uh, the, 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 the most potential goat of this show or any other show in the next 10 or 15 years, and, and currently, Dominique from Pittsburgh recognized me as the goat, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, he, but you're spot he's on. Smart. Huh? He's smart. Well, he, he's, he's not only smart, Paul. He's smart. He's, he's, he's just got a great voice. He's tailor-made for this stuff. And you know what I'm talking about. This guy, he, this kid has got more versatility than anybody, and he's five levels above anybody on this show, 
even me. I'm talking about he's a couple of level, levels right now above me. But he's just a great kid, a great caller, and I love you, Dominic. And if there's anything I can help you with, I'd love to do that. You know, I like, love Jim, your voice. This is so cool to see the mentoring of the goat with the, with the next goat. Well, you know, that's what it's all about, Paul. You know, great players recognize great players. I've always been able to do that. And there's not that many great players. No. But I'm telling you, the kid, Dom, I, I don't mean any harm, Dominic. You, you, you're just 12 or 13. But like I said, you're going on 35. And you got a brain about as uh, better than any 35 I know. And you're better than any caller I know. And you're great for the show. And you're, you're just exceptional at what you do. And we just love you. Thanks a lot, Paul. Well, Jim, that's great to hear on a holiday like this. So we appreciate it. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. I do. Jim, paying it forward with the next generation of page 54s. We will take a short break. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. This tonight, South Carolina's women's basketball go behind the scenes with the number one team in the country and Vanderbilt. AJ is up next. Good afternoon. Hey, Paul. Did you get my report card, Paul? I did. Uh, very. You did a really nice job in uh, in in, uh, in arithmetic. <laughs> Yeah, I know how to add up two dummies. <laughs> a young and an old one, all in one league. But, you know, Dominic, I want to give you some advice, son. And that is uh, always remember, your mentor has the highest GED test score as of, uh, as of today. So what that means, Dominic, is you're, you're going to be mentored by the smartest loser in the damn state, the smartest quitter 
That's what he is. He quits everything he does. He's not going to finish teaching you anything because if you learn anything from Jim, it's going to be how to be the most hated, habitual, uneducated, idiotic liar that there is on the planet. He can't even say the word expletive, Paul. He said expletive four times last Friday while he was in his support. And another thing, too, all you – Everybody on the calls in here sitting here talking about Auburn losing one home game. Y'all can kiss my war eagled ass. Poor damn eagle. Angry Auburn fan there. That's what I got out of that call. Chris is up next in Tuscaloosa. Hello, Chris. Hey, Paul. How are you? We're doing great. Thank you. Well, uh, I got to tell you, I kind of felt like uh, you had President Joe Biden call in your first call today after listening to the uh, the – the nonsense gibberish coming out of Daryl's mouth as usual. <laughs> By the way, I think that's unkind to Biden. I, I agree. And and we all know kind of where, where the president's at. But, you know, what I don't understand is how how bad Daryl has Bama-itis. I mean, we call it Saban-itis, but I really think it's Bama-itis. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think he can get over the, I don't think he can get over the fact that, you know, quite frankly, the, the dominance, the true dominance in college football didn't didn't exist in Athens, Georgia, and uh, I so I lived in Georgia in uh, 2012. I lived over there for a year in uh, Noonan, Georgia, and if you remember, that was the year in the SEC championship when Georgia didn't basically that receiver caught that ball, oh yeah, right, and ran the clock out on them, and and they lost to us, and uh, that's kind of been the story. If you go back through the history, right, between Georgia and Alabama. Um, you know, isn't Kirby Smart one and five against Nick Saban? And and with Nick Saban retiring, he will always be one and five against Nick Saban. And to hear somebody like Daryl and like every other Georgia fan, quite honestly, in their in their world of, of non reality that they live in, he will always be one and five against Saban. He's never gonna change that record. And I'm sure that hurts. But when I lived over in Georgia that year, I mean I was taking my car to get worked on at a place and I had to listen to this dude who was going to be working on my car for half an hour in my face telling me, we didn't lose that game. We didn't lose that game. I go, dude, I don't know what the score was. I don't know what you saw, but y'all lost that game. No, we didn't lose that game. You didn't beat us. We didn't lose that game. And that's Georgia. Georgia fans are just, I mean, if they want to act that way, just go to the Big Ten because that sounds like Ohio State fans to me. Roll down tide, Paul. Thank you very, very much. Susie is up next in Georgia. Hello, Susie. Hi, Paul. Um, I just said I'm glad you accepted my call late. Thank you. I had to respond to Dominic as a retired teacher. Um, Dominic, you're a great kid, and it sounds like you're an all-around athlete. You're very bright. I just, first of all, to your parents, if you pick Jim to be your mentor, and your parents agree to that, if they have listened to Jim call this show on many things and how he talked and how he talks about people. I don't think that's the mentor you want to have. Second of all, Dominic, humility. Um, you're a great caller and you're doing great things, but no one likes someone that brags, bragging about your grades, bragging about, you know, the stuff that you're doing. You're Keep the great caller that you're doing, Dominic, but be humble, have some humility. Because um, no one really wants to listen to anybody bragging. Um, that's all I have to say, Paul. By the way, the by teacher, the way uh, Susie, how, how many years did you teach? 
37. Okay, just trying to establish your, your credentials here. Well, yeah, and then I sat down with many uh, a ball player or whatever that, you know, all of a sudden wasn't getting to play and was upset, and I would sit down with them and say, you're a ball hog. You talk about how great you are. You, you've got to, you know, you've got to think about these things. There's a lot of great people out there, but you don't tell them. I don't tell people about my accolades that I have um, from teaching. I just don't. I just don't talk about myself like that. And as a 12-year-old, if you're starting to do that now on national, you know, television and radio, you got to calm down a little bit, buddy. You're a great kid, but I don't want to hear that you said, Paul, your report card. And, yeah, that's why I'm doing all these sports. I don't know, Paul. I don't know if I'm being off on that, but, you know, and then Jim Paul. Hey, Susie, uh, I I think – you have the experience, and you offered an opinion met with concern and love. Thank you so much for that. Jim is next. You know, it's no, it's no mystery now why so many kids uh, talk about somebody like her 37 years long is probably failing everything, and the country's going to hell. Thanks, Susie, for your crap. You, 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 you're, you're, you're talking about arrogant? You're the most arrogant I want to say things that I can't say, but you're the most arrogant, belligerent, uh, nobody, you, and you want to be a somebody. You, you don't know anything about what you're talking about, and you try to come on here and take control like you rule this roost. You don't rule any of this. You don't know anything about sports. You're a dumb old lady, in my opinion, and I mean it. And I'm sorry. I just have to say the truth. You, you just come on here and, and, and degrade me. And Yeah, I'm doing exactly what you said that I was doing because I like to criticize Warp-minded people like you, and that's what you are. And you, you shouldn't hear you coming after a little kid, 12 years old, who's a brilliant, bright boy and, and should be encouraged, but you want to come in and beat him down. You're, you, you stink, Phoebe. You just stink. You really do. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. We'll take a short break here, and uh, we'll be back with the final minutes on this very happy holiday. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. 